I love the fact that we're talking about the power of clothing today, and I'm literally wearing my, um, as they call them, men's running pants, also known as leggings, um, <laughs> um, after a dance rehearsal today. Is, literally, you kind of... I look of, like someone who thinks they work out, you know? Your like, socks also say swish swish. Yeah, I'm, I'm Greg from work, who's like, yeah, I work out, and Greg, like, clearly does not work out. Have you seen me? <laughs> Curiosity sparks conversation. Conversation sparks deep thinking, and deep thinking sparks change. Join me, Sam. And me, Des. As we strike up important discussions about the world around us. Humanity has forgotten how to connect with one another. Come along with us as we tear down barriers and have honest conversations with those around us. Human beings may not always agree with one another, but, but honestly, honestly, who cares? Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hi. This is the first time we're recording live again. We are back from... It is 2019, officially. 2019, and it's no longer the holidays. <sighs> Finally. Yeah, so... Holidays are, like, crazy, actually. They are, and I'm kind of glad to be back in a routine. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, yeah, our special guest today is... Currently on the floor. <laughs> she is on the floor. She's, uh, doing her thing. Uh, this is my good friend, Grace. Hi! Hi, Grace. Hi, Grace. Hello. Grace, you're a nursing major, correct? Yes. And how is that? <laughs> um, well, you know, I really my comm lab today was very shocked that I was a senior nursing major. What was your comm lab? Are you taking speech? No, no I'm taking... <laughs> so, actually, fun fact, um, as a senior nursing student, my final semester, I'm taking a comm radio lab because <laughs> I would have told me, you won't graduate, you one credit short. So I told them bet, and I took this class. <laughs> With Mark Perry! <laughs> and... So, yeah. Wait, so, like, you're gonna, like, be like, this is Grace, and you're listening to The Fortress, creating <laughs> community. Yes, yes. <laughs> because I got a pass to graduate. Absolutely. Why did you do journalism? That was an option? Yeah. <laughs> is it one credit? Because I'm only one credit short. As in, like, you need 12 credits? No, as in, I'm taking... Okay, so I'm taking 17, my final semester of college. I made some bad life choices my freshman year. Took a very low credit semesters. Semesters, yeah. Uh, both of them. So the first one I only took 15. Second semester I only took 14. Because my advisor... It's okay, she doesn't work here anymore. Um, <laughs> told me incorrectly she started which up for classes one to take. <laughs> but that was two advisors. Grace's old advisor. <laughs> She's so faithful. She calls, she's like, where's the episode? Why are episodes one and two no longer working? That's all I listen to. Yes. I don't listen to Ariana Grande's new album. I listen to the podcast. Honestly, who cares? Guys, I do have a few, like, not business things. That's weird. I'm not a business person, but, like, housekeeping. Th housekeeping. Um, so, first of all, over the holidays, Sam and I were made aware <laughs> that episodes I one and two of our podcast were deleted. I went to Spotify and I went... Well, why the heck are they only 30 seconds? <laughs> so all you can hear is our intro and our outro. <laughs> a piece of art, if you ask me. <laughs> and so sadly, we've reached out to the company, and they said it's not their fault. So, um... So, Brady, uh, you did great. Um, and um, and uh, the politics one was probably yeah, our most viewed one. It was. Fun. It was. It was viewed over 200 times. But, you know, you can't listen to those anymore. Basically, the moral of that one was keep an open mind and an open heart, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started episode three. If you listen to one or two, you're going to get an error message. So great things to say. Uh, yeah, and the second thing is, what was the other thing I was about to say? Oh, the second piece of information I was going to share is that if our podcast name bothers you, 
we don't care because that's the point. So I haven't even told Sam this yet. But so I have an Instagram tool Mm -hmm. that I use at work and that I recently got like access to use on my personal account. And so I was commenting on people's photos who have hashtag podcast. So I was like, hey, listen to our podcast. Honestly, who cares? And I got at least 12 replies thinking that I was being sarcastic. That I was, like, saying to them, like, honestly, who cares? Oh. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, that's actually the name of my podcast. And they were like, oh. oh. No. That is actually kind of funny. I like so, that, though. So, you know, don't don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> they see our podcast, like, they're kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wow, she's a, she's a brat. Um, so today, we're talking about something very interesting. We are talking today about the power of clothing and what we choose to wear. Now, I have an opening statement. So, since we are talking about this, my opening statement is, in the comm department, one of the first things we learn is the fact that we are always communicating something. No matter what, human beings are always communicating something 24-7 when we're around other people. And probably the number one thing that you communicate with people right away is what you're wearing and what kind of association they will naturally have with what you're wearing by their instincts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is really interesting that, like, you don't have to say anything. You don't even have to have a really bad resting face, but the clothes that you put on your body are instantly communicating something to the people around you. Yeah, and that communication that you're communicating, like, that attitude that you're communicating is both partially what you're wearing, but also the connotations the person on the other side has about what Mm -hmm. you're wearing. Mm -hmm. It goes two ways. Yeah, no, you're right. So, like, so like, it's one thing for somebody to see Grace walking around in scrubs. That communicates something. Like, does it not? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like... I've always wondered this. <laughs> Have you ever worn your scrubs out in public before? Like, not on Ivory, just, like, out. Do people treat you differently than when you're just wearing normal clothes? Um, so, I've never really worn Iwoo scrubs okay. out in public, but I work at a hospital um, back in my hometown, and one time I had to go to the grocery store once I was done yeah. with the shift. So, like, I went there in my scrubs. And for the most part, the majority of my life, I've always been told that I look very young. Mm-hmm. But this time, um, I feel like people thought I was an adult. And, like, mm. even the cashier, like, was more respectful to me and called me ma'am. And, like, not that I'm an old person, but it did make yeah. me feel grown up. Because yeah. usually... People look at me and they think I'm, like, a teenager still. Mm. See, I've always wondered, like, do people in scrubs get more... Like, people just in uniform-esque things, if they get more respect. That's communicating something. Like, if you see Sam in all black, that communicates something. That's you every day. (laughs) If you see see Dez in, like, a love one another shirt, that's going to communicate something. If you see a Magna hat, that communicates something. So, Magna stands for Make America Great Again. Um, So, I just... (laughs) You know, like, I I feel like sometimes people don't understand that you are 100% always communicating something. And the mm-hmm. biggest natural first instinct thing is what you're wearing or what you've put on your body. So yeah. someone were to see me today with my beautiful leggings and my <laughs> Katy Perry socks and my sweatshirt, they're going to think, wow, that kid probably thinks he works out. <laughs> I don't. I have choreography. <laughs> However, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I... Yeah. Today, me walking around, well, I didn't have time to change, actually. That's how busy today has been. I was communicating something mm-hmm. differently today than I have in past days. Yeah, you know? definitely. 
So Grace, what is your opinion on the power of clothing? I want to know what you have to say. The reason, okay, so the reason <laughs> that Sam and I selected Grace for this episode is because in a very good way, Grace, <laughs> she's dying. Grace is dead. Hi, Grace. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I know what you're going to say because that's what you told me when you asked me to be on the podcast. Well, because Grace has opinions about everything, okay. which is not a bad thing. No. But I just knew that I could literally ask her this question on the spot like I just did, and she's going to have something to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you asking me what my thoughts are? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? What's your thoughts on clothing? I think people's views on clothing have a lot to do with how they were raised. Mm. Um, so, for example, I grew up in a very conservative Christian household. Um, like, in my circle of friends, uh, my family was known that if I was allowed to do something, then it must be okay because my mm. parents were by far the strictest. And that's not a diss on them. Um, they just, you know, that's what they believed. That's what they felt the Bible was telling them on how to raise their kids. Um, and then now that we're out of the house, you know, my parents, like we have our own choices, but that's just how I was raised. So growing up also, um, I'm one of eight kids. So like I never received clothing that was brand new from a store. Not that my family like struggled. That's not what I'm trying to say, but I would say 80% of my clothes were hand-me-downs just because I have four older sisters. Um, so most of my clothes were hand-me-down, and then the other 20% probably came from, like, Goodwill. Mm -hmm. Like, for Christmas, maybe one of my presents would be, like, a brand new top from Plato's Closet, which is, like, Love. the higher-up <laughs> version and a trendier version of Goodwill. But, yeah. So, yeah, they for me... They only accept <clears throat> what they call trendy items, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. But, so, for me, clothing wasn't super important growing mm -hmm. up. Like, it was just... Like, you can't walk around naked, so, like, you gotta put clothes on. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's... <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> I think it's crazy that, like, along with how you're raised, it has to do with the experiences mm -hmm. you had while you were being raised. So, I yes. remember when I was... I was probably in, like... I would have been in, like, fifth or sixth... I would have been, like, fifth or sixth grade, and I... It was the middle of summer, and I was at a water park, and I hadn't brought my swimsuit, and, you know, my parents were divorced. I lived with just my dad. It was just me, my dad, and my brother. And my dad, I was running around in shorts in my, my big t-shirt. And he was like, why don't you just take your t-shirt off and wear your bra? And I didn't see anything wrong with that. So I did it. Mm. And I rem I was always chunky. I've always been chunky. <laughs> and I just remember, like, other little girls pointing and laughing at me. And so since oh. then, I have never worn a two-piece swimsuit. But, fun fact, like, I would never have been able to say this until, like, recently – but for spring break, I'm going on a cruise, and I just bought my first two-piece swimsuit. And I'm Yay! so, so excited to wear it. Yay! And so I just remember, like, in that specific circumstance, like, I behaved the way I did because of how I was raised. Mm -hmm. But the the outcome of what I had done affected me more than what my dad had said was okay. Ah, See, interesting, because mine was kind of the opposite. So my parents, um, they never, like shamed us for what we wore like I don't want to come across like my parents were yeah, yeah. you know super strict or anything but um one of the things my parents had was that like me and my sisters were not allowed to wear two pieces at all like absolutely no bikinis um if it was a two-piece like a tankini where like yeah. absolutely no midriff was showing possible but um so one time when like my junior year of high school 
I, like, went to a friend's birthday party, I think, and, like, their house had a hot tub, and I had forgotten to bring my swimsuit. And so she was like, oh, well, like, you can borrow one of mine. Literally, it was, like, it was only, like, friends. I don't even know why I was self-conscious about this. But, so, like, the only thing she had were bikinis, and I felt so nervous mm. doing that. Not that we were in public, like, not that we were at the beach or anything right. like that, but... And not even because I thought that my parents would be mad, but because I felt uncomfortable about it. It mm-hmm. wasn't something that I was used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just interesting. Yeah, because... Wearing a bikini was not your truth at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a really good way to last Yeah, that was it. really yes. wordy. I like it. Good job. It's one of my values is truth. Um, something else that I, what I'm a very firm, like, passionate person about that I tell people all the time is... People, brand does not matter. <laughs> My goodness. Um, I, Alexis, if you are listening to this, <laughs> Sam's going to repeat that one more time. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Alexis. It's Sam. Brand <laughs> does not matter. <laughs> um, Thank you. Um, people, wear what you want. If, if the best quality sweatpants for you are nike then buy the nike sweatpants if the best quality ones for you are champion first of all don't buy them at PacSun because they're going to be 70 dollars. <laughs> get the get the 20 dollar pair at meyer or at walmart um if you like the way okay ready here's a good example ladies and gents i happen to like the way that a carhartt beanie fits my head however do i have other beanies because ooh, i like the way that fits my head yeah do i even know what brand they are no <laughs> they were like two bucks <laughs> Let's just go through real quick what I have on my body, shall we? Yeah. Okay. I'd love that. Just to prove that this does not matter. Yeah. Okay. This, I, have, I like this. We're going to go in a circle. Yeah. I have shoes from, let's say Kohl's, I think. Okay. Yeah, they're Nike brand. I have, I have socks from katyperry.com slash merch. Slash merch. <laughs> Katy Perry, if you're listening, yeah. he's wearing your Katie, socks. I'm wearing your socks. I have, <laughs> I have male running shorts, leggings from Walmart. Actually, they were fifteen dollars at Kohl's. They were forty. So, huh? I have, I have um, shorts from Goodwill that so happened to be Nike. Then they were black. I have a T-shirt underneath from H and M for five dollars, and I have a sweatshirt that I got for free because I worked there. And then I have a hair tie from my friend that she got at Target. Okay. And where are your glasses from? Um, they're from I Buy Direct. This podcast has been brought to you by I Buy Direct. <laughs> um, as in, no one cares. Yeah, and no one no knew one that. Cares. No one knew that. I literally, I literally had a conversation with someone a couple of days ago how he went to high school with this kid who had to have a shirt that said Versace. It had to say Versace. <laughs> and I was like, well, Grace, first of all... Grace's mouth just dropped to yeah, the floor. I'm like, where are y'all buying these Versace? And of course, they would all make fun of me and be like, what's Versace? Like, they like would purposely act like they didn't know what it was. But people, no one cares that you have that little, that little tiny Hollister Falcon flying in the corner <laughs> yeah, of your shirt. How dare you? <laughs> that was the it clothes in middle school. Exactly. Like, the it people were Hollister and Amber Crombie, the kind of cool people were... Aeropostle! Yes! <laughs> and that's how you could tell the it girls from the, like, girls who were trying to fit in. From the girls whose parents could only afford yes! Aeropostle, because that was me. And sometimes they wore boy ones. <laughs> 
Did you guys ever hear about the guy, the how the CEO of Abercrombie said he only wanted attractive people wearing his clothing? I hate him. And he was like morbidly obese, and I was like, <laughs> don't tell me again, God does not have a sense of humor. <laughs> God was like, you're fat. <laughs> like, I just, I can't. That's called being rude, being a hypocrite. Grace, come out of your shell. <laughs> She's hiding. Okay, wait. I have something to add to that. Okay. On top of, it does not matter what brand you're wearing. Yeah. Girl, this is like, maybe for guys too. I only think yeah, this is ahead. for girls a little bit. Your What is on your bra or your panties, the label on them, does not matter. If I buy mine from Walmart, no one's going to know if you bought yours from Victoria's Secret for eight times the price. Okay? Today they're orange and I didn't even know that until just now. <laughs> I'm wearing orange jockeys. Did I like, know they were orange until this moment? No. I'm not saying they can't be cute or like pretty yeah. or whatever you want them to be. That's fine. But you don't need to pay $80 for one pair of panties just because they're from insert fancy place here. If Victoria's Secret is doing that buy three, get three, then for heaven's sake, buy the three and get the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not three for three. It's like three oh. for 18. But oh. that's still not that bad. So like do your thing. But, like, if you buy one pair of panties for 40 bucks, you know, just because the tag says Victoria's Secret. Have I bought Calvin's before? Yes. Where were they? <laughs> TJ Maxx for $5. Oh. <laughs> I just... What's where... Calvin's? <laughs> like Calvin Klein underwear. So, going back to the whole Hollister Amber Crombie debacle, when I was in middle school and I asked my mom for a shirt like that from Hollister, she looked at me and with dead seriousness, she went, if you're going to wear the name of anybody, it should be the name of Jesus. And Terry's was, my hero! That was her reasoning for me not wearing a Hollister shirt. <laughs> I will be honest with you though, middle school is really, really hard and middle school sucks. And, and my Hollister phase though only lasted for two months and my parents were very supportive during it. They were like, sure, honey, granny couldn't see anything when we were buying the clothes because Hollister was pitch black back then. <laughs> even wear Hollister anymore? Oh no, now if you're no. in middle school and you're wearing that stuff, you're a weirdo. No, oh, fun now... fact though, actually, sorry, you know how Hollister at malls will have like shirtless guys stand mm -hmm. outside of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my friends in high school, he, like, he's a pretty fit person. Mm -hmm. As a joke, he just took his shirt off and went and stood outside of Hollister for like 30 minutes. And like, was talking to people and acting like he was a model for them until finally I think the manager came out and they were like, what are you doing here? You need to leave, sir. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, I, I got hired to stand outside. No, he was totally lying. And I think they threatened to call security. Wait a minute. But anyway. They do that at malls? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Girls couldn't this. do that. Oh, no. But guys I did not know totally this. Wait, so they would hire, like, live people mm -hmm. yeah to stand just there. really attractive teenagers yep. to like take their clothes off oh, and stand or in their horrible stores. that is a horrible in florida where it's warm when i was there one year for it must have been for spring break or something mm -hmm. um in the what are what are the malls called where you're, it's like outdoors strip malls? outlet mall an outlet mall yeah uh the hollister people were like the workers, the people who were running the cash register didn't have shirts on. The men. Are you being serious yeah. right now? Because it was hot out. They, they had the doors horrible open. Horrible thing for young men. Me. <laughs> I just like slapped my stomach. For people to have to, um, you know, look up to and compare themselves to. Comparison is poison. That's my quote of the day. Wow. Comparison is poison. It is. You're not wrong. Oh my goodness. That is so sad. No, my Hollister face didn't last very long because I, I know exactly what I wore. You remember how the first day of school, you always know what you're going to wear. Oh, oh. I don't remember actually ever what I wore on the first day of school. Yeah, Grace, we know you don't count. Yeah. 
Honestly, why didn't you have me come on for the clothing episode? <laughs> because you had a completely different upbringing than we had. Yeah, true. Because I also couldn't do hand-me-downs because I was the only boy in the family. So I, I just, was the first kid, so I couldn't do hand me I got either. a lot of... I got hand-me-downs, but, like, they weren't... They were, like, distant from, like, random people. Mm. Oh. I'm trying to think. They were a lot of missionary shirts. <laughs> So also along the lines of with the clothing we wear and the fact that we're always communicating something, it's interesting when people, sometimes people wear something because you want to be intimidated. So like if I saw somebody wearing like all black with like a flowing cloak behind them in the wind, I would be like kind of freaked out. When you see someone walking with a trench coat and a fedora, <laughs> end of statement. Oh <laughs> <laughs> or when you see someone who has an animal part to them. Like <laughs> this? No, this is true. When you see somebody that has, um, uh, like a tail and cat ears, that is communicating something. Yes. Everyone's laughing, and I'm like trying to be serious about this. No, that I yeah. like. It is funny. Yeah. It is funny in theory, but when it no, actually true. happens to you, it's not funny. Because I went to high school with multiple people. They were a little clan who dressed as animals yeah, every single day. Me too. They had tails and ears. <laughs> When you see this, also when you see somebody in a denim skirt to the floor, that communicates something. Grace, thoughts? <laughs> I might have worn a floor-length denim skirt at some point in my life. And why do you think I said that? Because you instantly assume. No, this is true. This is called stereotyping and generalization. Mm -hmm. We assume that all of those people are somehow connected to the Duggars. <laughs> like, we assume that well, they're all from conservative homes. And You're from those. <laughs> I know! And from those extreme examples where you have people wearing cloaks or animal parts, mm -hmm. you also have, you know, people who stereotype, hey, you're wearing a dress that I would consider short, you're mm -hmm. a slut. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is, I was like, because where we're going with this, this is a very important discussion that we're communicating something, and it, like, it's the saying that literally gets me going, where the simple saying of, well, what was she wearing, mm -hmm. uh, says a lot, that phrase right there. Um, because the truth is it should not matter. No, it should not. I, I like, and we're talking about this because I'm guilty of this. We're all guilty <clears throat> of this. If you see somebody with a denim skirt to the floor, we make a bold assumption about them. If mm -hmm. you see somebody wearing cat ears, you're going to make a pretty bold assumption about them. You know, if you see someone, um, someone that's dressed like a complete hipster, you're going to make very bold assumptions about mm -hmm. their lifestyle and the way, you know, that they live day to day. It's if you see a man in a suit, oh, I, he's probably coming from some big company. You know, like it's it's this whole thing. And if you see somebody wearing a shorter dress, oftentimes humanity comes to a very bold, um, mm -hmm. what is it? End result. Conclusion. Yeah. A very bold conclusion about that person. Yeah. Um, but speaking of looking classy, Desiree Barr, would you talk about a little bit what you... <laughs> chose to wear for her senior presentation yeah so um if you follow my blog you've already read about this um so i guess you could be a skipper if you want um but my senior presentation in december um i wore a black dress with a black cardigan um as well as black tights were they black or nude nude tights mm -hmm with um some like pinkish nudish uh heels wedges um and there's a backstory to this so the day of my senior presentation i walked into my room and tried on the dress that i thought i was going to wear and uh one of my roommates came in and we both knew right away that that dress no longer fit me 
Um, and once again, there's another backstory to that. I've recently um, discovered that I have some health conditions that I have to start some new medicine for. Um, and these medicines, my doctor told me long before I started them that they would cause my weight to fluctuate. Um, and they've caused me to gain weight instead of lose it. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. Um, like I said earlier, I've always been a chubby kid, so it's nothing new. Um, but some of my clothes no longer fit me. And, of course, I'm a college student. I'm poor. I can't go out and buy, you know, an entire new wardrobe. Like, I replaced the necessities as they came. Mm -hmm. um, girls, you know that bras are expensive. I replaced those. <laughs> Grace says preach. Um, but I obviously did not replace everything. Um, and so the night of my presentation, when I realized that what I had planned to wear no longer fit, I tried on every single dress in my closet. And granted, most of them fit, but they did not fit um, the, wow. yeah, the way I would have liked them to. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my roommate and I came to the conclusion that the black dress that I wore, um, it fit fine, I thought. And mm -hmm. we, we agreed that it was the most appropriate. Um, I am kind of tall and in heels, I'm very tall. Um, but I mean, it went way past my fingertips. Um, it went almost to my knees, I believe. A little bit shorter than my knees. You looked amazing. Regardless. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so then I gave my senior presentation. Granted, like I said, I was in heels, so it may have looked a little bit shorter than it was, and I was on a stage compared to everyone else. Um, but after my senior presentation, I received rubric rubrics. Um, <laughs> I received rubrics back from my professors, um, and um, these professors were four men and two women. And I, in my professionalism category, which um, includes dress, the main topic is dress. Um, my female professors graded me at an A, but I had two male, two of the male professors also graded me an a, at an A, but I had two male professors who did not. Now, granted, I did not get an F, um, but I was not given an A. Um, and when I approached one of them about it, I was told that it was because what I had worn looked more like a party dress than a professional dress. Hmm. Um, and what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never told Grace this story, but she saw me that night. She was there. Um, um, okay. I just find that really fascinating, not to play the blame game, but I'm curious to know what other girls who might have had different body types got, because their outfits, in my opinion, were the same level of professionalism as yours, mm -hmm. if not yours was a little above. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and that's what, um, for those of you who follow my blog, that's what I wrote about was, um, the truth is, I, I mean, unless there was a wardrobe malfunction that I was not made aware of, I did not show anything inappropriate. My, my dress went up to my neck, so it was obviously not my cleavage, um, and at no point did I think anybody even saw the Spanx part of my tights, let alone any panties or anything inappropriate. Um, but basically the blog that I wrote was just about how I, and I am a, I'm going to say this cause most people know it. I am a conservative, um, by no means do I consider myself a feminist or a liberal. Um, but I just didn't think it was appropriate after the fact that two men who have obviously never dressed as a woman who have, um, never been judged as a woman in attire, who have never, um, you know, had to deal with some of the problems that women women deal with when they have to choose what to wear, that they had chosen to critique me on that. Because it's very easy for men, in most circumstances, to know what to wear as a professional person. I was just about to say, 
from a male's perspective, when I have to do this in two years, I'll probably get an A on what I wear. Why? Because it's very easy for me to put on a pair of dress pants, a matching blazer or dress suit, mm-hmm. uh, jacket, a tie, a shirt, nice socks, and nice shoes. Or even just a button down. Yeah, yeah it's that easy. It's super easy for me. But for girls, it is not that easy because first you have exactly. to decide pants or skirt. Exactly. And then you have to decide skirt or dress. And then you have to decide shoes. You have to decide if you're going to go bare-legged or with tights. You have to decide if you're going to do tights or leggings. And on top of that, I mean, we're not even talking about that. We're just talking about clothes. Mm-hmm. But then you have to decide how do I do my makeup? How do I do my hair? And there are so many things that go into that. And I'm not saying that either is easier or harder. I just think one is more complicated. I, I think, think one has more pieces. See, I would say it is harder for a girl because for a boy it's like suits are timeless. Mm-hmm. You know, little boys wear suits in weddings and, you know, they're only five years old. Men who are, you know, 80 wear suits. Right. Whereas a woman, you want to dress your age, but you want to, you don't want to dress like a college student, but you want to dress like, yep. you know, a 21 year old, but you want to dress professional. It's yeah. for girls. It's so much harder. I would argue like it's so much more complicated. And I thought all of the girls looked amazing that night. I did too. And I was, yeah, I was very impressed. And, you know what I'm saying, and then Hunter looked very handsome he did. in his suit yeah. that he wore, as, yeah. you know, most men would probably wear when they give their presentation. Yep, and I think the the only reason that um, I think Sam asked this and that I talk about it is mm-hmm. because I think it goes back a lot to body type, like Grace mm-hmm. said. Um, I have a non-traditional body type. I'm not skinny. Um, my chest is way too big for my body and, um, I'm very tall. So my body type is She's taller n- than me. <laughs> my body type is not, um, what most girls would consider normal, but that doesn't mean, at least in my opinion, um, as a Christian that I should not be able to wear the same things that other girls can wear and be judged the same. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not how the real world works. And I have come to understand that, but I do think that it's something that as Christians, both as men and women that we should try to do intentionally and that we should strive for god created us as individuals and i've been in many situations where people try to diminish the fact that god has created us uh individualistically Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that we really really need to work on embracing and there are there are very certain there are very specific reasons why we have so many different types of bodies yeah Mm -hmm. If we were all the same body type, why why on earth would we even, you know, bother feeling the need to be diverse or the feeling the need to dress individualistically? Yeah. And I think the fact that Des is curvy, I'm five foot five. Grace has darker skin than I do. The reason why that is is because God created us that way in order so that we might find what's different and celebrate that, but also the fact that we can find what is the same about us at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. And I know that sounds so cheesy and so cliche. I am well aware of that. But the sad fact is that we forget that a lot is the fact that God created us to be different. Like that. I can't stress that enough. That sentence is all I need to say. Yeah. Yes. Um, I actually, I love that so much. Um, because so for those who are just listening, don't know, um, I'm Chinese. I was adopted when I was a baby. And I have three adopted siblings as well. And my sister, um, we have very different body shapes. And that was something that caused me a lot of anxiety and just um, struggling with my body image, especially, especially in high school. Because I, you know, A, I'm older, so I started to um, develop before she did. And when you're in middle school, you're Mm -hmm. scared if someone looks at you. So the fact that, like, I started to get, in my mind, 
bigger, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm getting fat and my sister's not. And so um, I like started to, you know, like work out and watch what I was eating when I was mm-hmm. only like 13 because I didn't want to get fat. And then as I got older, I kept gaining weight and my sister just did not. And then to this day, I've come to a place, um, there are definitely still areas where I can work just to improve my overall health, but I've just come to realize that I will never look like my sister. Like she, um, she's, you know, probably done growing, but she's taller than me. She only weighs like, well, I'm not gonna say her weight, but like she, (laughs) very different body shapes, very different body shapes. And she is, very beautiful and for a really long time i resented her for something that wasn't her fault and so i think it can go both ways Mm -hmm. i always thought oh my goodness you know i you know woe is me like i'm not like the traditional you know shape that like society wants for a girl but then i didn't even stop to think that my negative opinion like my jealousy honestly Mm -hmm. was um subliminally impacting my sister uh and it made me think of some of the things i might have said that made her feel self-conscious she might have felt self-conscious about you know um when like you know bigger sizes started to like become better um she was self-conscious about that and i didn't even realize that because i was too focused on myself so i think celebrating size is something that goes across all spectrums but Mm -hmm. in society when we talk about you know um different body shapes we it, we only have seem to have two extremes. Like either we appreciate the super, super skinny or we appreciate like what people say is plus size. Yeah. And like what you said, Sam, why can't we just appreciate the fact that everyone's an individual mm-hmm. and no one can really be put in the same box. The fact that I'm five foot five, 140 pounds. Listen, y'all, I found one <laughs> pair of jeans in my entire life that fit perfectly. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like they were from Paxson. I don't know why I was in Paxson. I was like, whatever, I'll try on jeans. Fine. And they fit. And I was like, what? Like, you know, the, like... The and you're that, never going to find yeah, those jeans again. you're never going to find them again. Um, it's, like, I think it's so interesting that Grace was talking about. It could be taken both ways where Grace was self-conscious because she was developing before her, before her sister. What on earth? Maybe her sister was, a, you know, self-conscious because Grace was developing before her. Yeah. Like, it's... Everyone has their own journey into the 13-year-old boy out there, that really short kid, the little Irish kid sitting there, because all the other boys are more muscly and more buff than you, and because they're taller than you. Literally, Sam, you <laughs> you are so loved, and you are so worth it. And listen, you are going to completely embrace it once you hit high school and learn that there's nothing you can do, so why not just enjoy the ride? Because clearly, as cliche as it, as cliche, as cliche <laughs> as it is, VeggieTales was right. God made, us, God made us in different color, shapes, and sizes. He loves us very much. And what we need to realize is that calling people names because they're different is wrong. So instead, let's love each other and sing this song. I can't be your friend. <laughs> la, la, la. I can't be your friend. So just, you know what I'm saying? There is absolutely nothing wrong with, I love what you said about, we have the whole, ooh, the hot, the six pack. And then the, no, love your curvy, you know, 300 pound self. I'm like, what about, you know, the people who are just the short people? What about the people who are just, you know, they just don't have any abs at all. Like, <laughs> You know, like, like just people, self-care is important. Please do take care of your bodies, but just remember that you were made incredibly unique and you are, for lack of a better term, that's really overdramatic. You are God's masterpiece, Mm -hmm. which is so true. He, you are this canvas that he has created and so strategically and beautifully thought out. 
So people's self-love is not a bad thing. That's all I have to say about that. Guys, I just feel like this one just came together out of nothing, and I'm so happy. Um, I'm kind of crying a little bit, but we're not going to talk about it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope you're all having an incredible January. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay tuned on Honestly Who Cares, because we're not changing the name. Honestly Who Cares, the podcast title. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we love you guys. You're beautiful. guys. Grace, Um, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks, Grace. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Honestly, Who Cares? Join us next week when we'll talk about... Wait a minute. (laughs) We don't even know that. But honestly, who who cares? cares?